0: Log Talk Radio. Three, two, Let's call
1: Hello and welcome. Commissaries can be challenging for some vendors. It is a necessary evil, but I guess. Asked weekly, what do I do? I have tried to find one. Everyone else says they can find them, but everybody I talk to says no. And the list goes on and on. I recently, while speaking with a guy that called me, asked what he had tried. I asked what he said to the prospective commissary owners. He had, Or had he called or went in person like I teach on the video? Let me first say, for those that don't know what a commissary is, if you're brand new to vending, um, I teach this in, in some of the video courses online, but it's um, a fancy French word for commercial kitchen or a licensed commercial kitchen by the state. Um, not really French, but it is a um, fancy word for commercial kitchen. He stated that he had been to four different restaurants and two churches, and no one would let him use their kitchen or, or sign off saying he had permission to use their commissary. He went on and on about how hard it is, how no one would ever let him and was even second guessing his decision to join the ranks of a professional hot dog vendor. Before I continue on with my little story here, I would like to ask um can everybody hear me okay? If you can if you're on the chat line, we've got quite a few, I think, in there. If somebody would just type in that they can hear, fine. Um I'll carry on. If not I'm all jack the volumes up um Or um, sprinkle pixie dust around. Great. Somebody just told me. Thanks, Mike. All right. Um, Where was I? The – he told me that he had been to four different restaurants and two different churches, and no one would let him use their kitchen. Okay? And so – He had just purchased this cart from a Florida manufacturer and was now having buyer's remorse of sorts due to his inability to find a commissary. Now, let me say, I know it can be tough to find a commissary. Some people really struggle with that, and it's kind of awkward going into someone, or it's uncomfortable going into someone you don't know, um, and seeing if they'll let you use their kitchen. Um, There's ways to ease yourself into that, and I can go over that more with you later, but I wanted to explain what happened here. Um, it's a necessary evil in the business, and the the nice thing is is once you obtain one, you're pretty much done. You don't have to re-obtain them. Um, this gentleman was discouraging me, though. Um, he had a, a negative attitude, and um, and I, I started to question his story. Um, so I asked him for some specifics. I said, what four restaurants did you try? He hem-hawed around a bit and gave me only two names that he could remember. Um, I asked him what two churches, and again... Um, he said, one, he never really talked to the preacher or anybody official, but it asked a friend that goes there, and the friend had told him that that probably wouldn't work. The other church, he said, was Lighthouse something or another. Um, and so on my search, I went on Google trying to find these um, these four restaurants. Well, it's two now and one church. Um, The and the church. All I had was a partial name, so I told him um, I would call him back. I wanted to try to contact these places, and he he was thrilled. Um, He said, "Oh yes, that'd be great." So now I don't usually do this because I I am busy on the phone all day long answering questions and trying to help other vendors. If you've called me before, you know I'm accessible, and so I'm happy to help you. I do, you know, like it when somebody um, has been to the website or been to the to the you know even YouTube and watched the videos. And and kind have of done some of the groundwork. It's why I put it out there. Um, so anyway, I um, he didn't give me any phone number. So you know, I had searched Google. I, I had to do all kinds of stuff. The one of the restaurants was really actual a bar grill. Um, and he even gave me a name of a person to speak with there. So um, after finding um, you know about thirty minutes of searching, I. Um, I never found the church. I did get three different church names in the search, but one was much too far away for him and the other two, when I called, the numbers had been disconnected um so and there was no new number it wasn't changed it was gone so I dialed the Barn grill first because this is the one that he said um, he gave me a name, and it seemed the most reliable. And I said, hey, Rick, this is Ben from Ben's Carts, and I'm not trying to sell you anything because immediately, you know, business owners think, oh, you're fixing to sell me something, long-distance service or, you know, you're going to shampoo my dog's hair or whatever. I continued on um, a little with him and got around to asking him about his kitchen and that Mr. X needed a commissary. You know, and I just kept blathering on, trying to make some small talk, and he said, "Listen, I don't mean to cut you off, but I know who Mr. X is. He comes in here a lot. I've never spoken to him um other than just you know the occasional passing hello, you know that kind of stuff and um, I said, "Well, maybe he had called you, and he goes, "No, absolutely not. I would remember. I may consider doing something like this, but he's never spoken to me about it." And so, you know, that raised, um, you know, my spidey senses. And so I called the next place and got to speak to a girl named Andrea, um, and she – you know, I asked to talk to the owner after I made a small chat with her, and she said, I am the owner, um, and you're talking to her. And I said, okay. I explained the whole situation and what I was trying to accomplish to help a local vendor out. She was very kind and remembered um, getting a message. She said that a couple of days ago a man had left a message about using her kitchen, but that she had not returned his call because it seemed strange, which you can imagine. You're a business owner, and you get a voicemail or a you – know, some kind of voicemail um, that says, hey, this is Bob, and i got a hot dog cart, and I need to see if you let me use your kitchen because the state requires that, or something to that effect is all I can imagine. So now I've spent about an hour and a half trying to um, find Mr. X, um, a commissary, um, and and find out or help him. And as I rightly assumed, he had done very little to obtain one. Why, why waste my time um, when he was not willing to invest any of his? Well, and I take that back. He did invest a little bit of his time um, complaining to me. But and I'm not trying to be a jerk or a butt. But it it just seems, um, you know, I want people to to be successful. And if you're not ready for this venture, and I try to give you all the information up front, and I'm not speaking to you specifically, but there's people out there that, that wanna, want an easy fix. They want, okay, I've got to make money right now today. I'm going to buy a hot dog cart, and they don't do the diligence. And the people that are successful, um, I'd say most of them that were successful had done their due diligence, or they stuck with it. You know, they kept going. They didn't, you know, um, give up. This gentleman was on the verge of, you know, calling it quits and listing his card on Craigslist, and he had never um, used it. So, um, I called him back and left a message with him um, to call me, and I probably gave him too much information because um, I. You know, at, at at least I had enough information that Rick may be willing to help him, and um, but I never heard back from Mister X. Um, I assumed that when I left the message that Rick may be willing to help him, he just called Rick, um, which is fine with me. I hope he got the deal, and he probably was a little embarrassed to call me back and say, "Oh yeah, you, you found out I didn't call anybody really, or I called him and didn't go in person, or you know, I didn't really find these places." And but. I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. The church could have existed, and I just could not have found it or something to that effect. But my problem with all this is is – I don't think he was honest with me. He exaggerated the story at the very least, and he had not really put in the real effort. And this is why I provide all the videos and articles for free. I want it to be free. I don't charge you to get in the door. I don't want you to have to pay it because you may not like it. This isn't for everybody. If it was, then there would be you know droves of hot dog vendors, and we wouldn't have any convenience stores or um, post offices. Um. I have a similar story about a guy in New Mexico. This happened a while back, um, but it's real short, And but it was much easier to figure out. When I asked the gentleman, I said, Did, um, can you give me some of the names of the people you already asked? Um, he wasn't able to remember anybody that he had talked to, and so that one I knew immediately. That also was not one of my customers, but it was just somebody that had found me online and called me. Now, um, don't get me wrong. I, I I do get some that ha- do call me that have genuinely tried and maybe their approach is wrong or they um needed to handle it differently and or their um their speech, you know, the I kinda outline it on the video. I kinda give you a spiel that I you know would advise you to use. It's a soft approach. And that's what I did there. Um so all in all, you see vendors out there, vending. 99.9% of them have commissaries. There are the few and far between where their state health inspector didn't require it of them because they had the four sinks or whatever. Um, most all of us have to do it. It is doable. Um, so if you're brand new looking into this, do your research on commissaries. It's a necessary evil, but it is doable. We, I, I, I can safely assume that most every one of us have done it if we have a cart and we're operating. Now, there are some tips to finding a commissary, and I've written about them, and you can go check those out on the blog. You can um, can get my book course, whatever, or you can go look on my scripts on YouTube. So if you're just starting out, check out those tips. And and it even has the script, and that was the word I couldn't think of a minute ago. We will do a show about commissaries at some point and go into depth with it, and um, even a show about how to make money with commissaries, which we may touch on tonight. So stay tuned for those. I spoke with a guy named Laney Harris today – well, not today, but recently – and he was um, legally blind. Um, I did speak to him today, but it wasn't the first time I had talked to him – I tried to get him to to come on the radio with us, and um he don't want to yet he's um he wants to he wanted to run a cart at the, you know when I first started talking to him and um that can be a challenge when you're legally blind. I do have a vendor that bought a cart for me he's in New Jersey and he put braille stickers on the cart and he vends but he does have help um but he's legally blind um I'm talking c and i dog blind and he w- he's out there working, which is pretty interesting. Um, Let's see, um, to get back to Laney, um, I told him that there are some other, you know, he asked me if there's anything he could do to help me or help the industry or a way to make a living in the business without getting a cart. And I told him that um, some feel, you know, overwhelmed with finding commissaries. And I told him he might consider offering a service like that. And I would advise anybody to do that if you, you can't get in right now or don't have the fun to get in, there are some cool ways to 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 create an income in the industry to help you build up the money to you can afford a cart, or you may never even want a cart. But there's some there's some needed niche markets in this business. Um, so I told him that the you know it was possible for him to make calls and attempt to secure commissaries for people. Um, now it's harder by phone, and I tell you, even absolutely don't call, try to call. So you, you might want to do it to an area and a region, and I, that's how I explained it to Laney. But bottom line is. Um, if he ends up doing it um full force, um he'll be deluged with eager vendors that don't want to find the commissary. So it is a niche market and it's something you, you all may you know, some of you may consider. Um tonight our guest host is Rob and he's back by popular demand and we are thankful to have him with us. Um now if you see posts on um Facebook, um Rob doesn't use Facebook uh, that I'm aware of. And so or this Rob doesn't. But I think there's about three other customers of mine named Rob. Um so just don't get those confused. Um now the other thing is we're gonna be speaking shortly with the famous Mr. Pocono hot dogs. And that is an honor to me. Um and I hope it is to you. That the guy is brilliant. Um he, he is a marketing genius and he has a cult following. So um, not only does he have a successful hot dog business, Pocono um, has a huge heart, um, and he's hopefully going to offer some great advice, tips um, on branding our businesses. You can Google Pocono hot dogs and see how just how effective he is. I think the entire first page when I Googled it um, – um, pulled him up the whole entire first page. Um, had something to do with him. And if you just type in Pocono Mountains, you even get him in search results, which is you know on Bing and, and Yahoo and Google, which is amazing. It means what he's doing is working. So, if you have questions, p- please feel free to type them into the chat box. You can also text me during the show. Um, I can't text back. It's 865-446-0660. I won't be able to reply, um, but I'll pass along any questions you may want to ask um, the co-host or our guest tonight. And for those of you that aren't shy, my brave listeners, we would welcome your questions live. Simply dial the number, 424-258, should be on your screen, 424-258-9364, and select the option to ask a question or to speak to a live host. And now back, we will rightly be... Find a good used hot dog cart or concession trailer? The list is growing. If you want to list yours, it's free. Check it out at learnhotdogs.com. Top of the page, click on the used carts. <laughs> I get a lot of emails from um, people, and and some of them are just hilarious. Um, I, I got an email this week from a guy, and um, he and his wife operate a cart in Georgia, and he sent me a, a hot dog joke that I'd never heard. There's not a lot of hot dog jokes out there. I don't know if you've noticed the the one that gets used the most is the one with the uh, Buddha or Dalai Lama or something. Um, but anyway, this this one I wanted to share with you before we get started here. Um, A health food inspector stops at a hot dog vendor's cart, and upon ordering a hot dog, the inspector notices the unclean conditions of the cart. The vendor also uses his hands to put the hot dog on the bun and apply the condiments. The inspector vows to shut him down. The vendor pleads his case, and after vowing to clean up his act, the health inspector gives him another chance with the promise that he will return to do another evaluation. The next week, the inspector... Returns just as he said, and he notices the vendor using his tongs and the cart is spotless. He congratulates the vendor on cleaning up his act. Upon congratulating him he notices a string hanging out of the vendor's fly. And he says, What is that? Well, I'm so clean when I go to the bathroom I don't even want to touch myself, so I just use the string to pull it out. And he says, Well how in the heck do you get it back in? And he says, Well I use the tongs. I hope you enjoyed that. Um if this was a live radio show with a live audience, y'all some of y'all are laughing and that would make me feel better. Instead I get um dead silence. I'm gonna bring some calls on now. Um bear with me just a second. Mr. Pocono Hot Dog, are you there?
2: Ben, how you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. I am so excited to talk to you and everybody else.
2: That's good. We're glad to be here. Uh, every every story you tell seems to have strings attached to it. it, it,
1: it. <laughs> that last one, I'm surprised. I've been doing this, you know, for for a little over four years, and I haven't ever heard that story. I haven't ever heard that joke. Um, I've heard some crappy jokes that I wouldn't tell. Um, that one was touch and go. I even asked my wife, should I tell that? And she goes, I don't know. And so I even changed some of the words to make it a little cleaner. <laughs>
2: tell, oh, there tell you go. you got to clean it up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Tell us
1: um, all um, how you got started, Pocono.
2: Well, it was uh, summer of 1991, and uh, they were building uh, the Steamtown Mall in Scranton. And a friend of mine, we were, we were joking around. We were, we were in the in the kitchen down there um, at St. Francis Kitchen, and uh, we were laughing, and there was a hot dog cart for sale for $500. So we went out, and uh, both of us went in on it. It was an old push cart, and uh, we put it in front of the mall, and we did for uh, almost two years. We took in 75 to $125 a day with the construction workers in the mall. And uh that's when i got that's where we got the bug for it because we, we eventually we were too busy then too, and we started hiring people from St. Francis Kitchen to go out and uh do it there were guys down on their luck we'd give them a bank we'd give them their hot dogs we'd send them out for the day and and they would go out and do it and take care of themselves and make themselves a paycheck for the day and took care of us too and that's, we weren't poking a hot dog then though but uh that's that's how I got involved in the business. I was back in nineteen ninety one and uh, oh
0: that, it's just a
2: funny story we were there for, while there, the whole time they were building the mall the construction workers there were great with us they built it there's a National Historic Park there too now This Steamtown National Park is there so there's a lot of people around and, and it, it afforded us uh, you know a good three years of business there right off the bat
1: that is so awesome
2: that was, that was a while ago <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and, you said 1991
2: uh, yes that's what it was it was an old push cart and uh <laughs> that actually when I heard you talking before about commissaries and things, um actually it was a push cart and we had trouble it was an old heavy it was like it we called it the Iron Maiden. <laughs> it was it was really heavy, it was made with all kinds of steel and iron and and um <clears throat> we used to have to lift it into a truck to get it out of there. And right down the street there was a um a dealership, a Ford dealership and uh, one of the guys that we was out there one day came down to buy some hot dogs for the salesman in the Ford dealership, and they got talking to him, and they, they allowed him to push the cart in the garage at night. So we, we also we had a place to put it at nighttime, <laughs> and then we would just come over in the daytime just by feeding the garage guy. And uh, that kind of, you know, when you're talking about the commissary before, I've done uh, different bars. I go in the offer do a happy hour for them for free. That's how I got my first commissary down in Scranton. I did a happy hour for them on Tuesdays when it was an off day, and I kind of build up their crowd at happy hour by giving them free hot dogs, but i, I that's how I paid for my commissary. I never paid cash for a commissary in my life since.
1: Now, that is brilliant. So you how did you approach that? How did you um, get that, you know, break the ice there with, hey, a trade-out, or was it a deal where they called you to have you do something for them?
2: No, I, I went into the place and told them, you know, we needed a kitchen, and, um, we ne- you know, we needed to do things to, you know, we are basically – the commissary at the time, they just wanted us to have a 3 bay sink to wash our utensils and our wear wash and everything. It wasn't really as elaborate as it is in some states today, you know. And But right. that's how we got around the health department with that, to wash all our wares and to do that. And, um, you know, they, they just uh, they let the guy in the bar let us go, and we just did his happy hour. We did that for him for a summer and got started down there. That was, that was in Scranton. Then I... I, I uh, got out of the business a little bit and i came back to the poconos i was in baltimore for uh 11 years and i came back to the poconos and just dra- dragged out my old car not the old iron maiden but another card i had and uh, i just started doing it again when i got here and uh so i've been different places i do ski ski, ski resorts in uh you know in the winter time i do i'm right in the middle of state game land and there's a lot of snowmobile tracks and when it's snowing out i just show up and all of a sudden i'm there but there's fifty, sixty guys going by once in a while and they see a hot dog cart in the middle of the woods and it's a lot of fun, you know? So I, I kind of this guess, is
1: like just state property that you can go on to or is it um stuff you've had to arrange as well?
2: No, it's state property. I just I really know you know, I'm I'm one of those guys that uh kind of uh begs forgiveness instead of seeking permission. And so I far it's it. been working for me. I
1: love it. <laughs> You are awesome. That is awesome. If you hear another voice, because Rob may have a question or a comment, and he's on the line with us. Um, I haven't actually spoken with him yet. Rob, are you there?
3: Hi, guys. Okay,
1: good. Um, I wanted to um, ask you, so what are you doing now? Now, I mean, 1991 to now um, is a long time. And um, are, you, are you mostly street vending? Or are you mostly doing events, catering, custom gigs? What's – it, What's your it, path? You it was found. all
2: events for the last it was all events for the last three four years and uh the but i this summer I, I gained a place at Thornhurst country Club I'm right on the ninth hole during the season, so that's I'm pretty much going to be there permanently um during the season well the season is from probably from the end of March until you know until the snow flies and this year we've we've lucked out a little bit you know, but I didn't luck out with the with the ski slopes yet or the uh um, the snowmobiling yet, but <laughs> that kind of thing is going on. We do. I've done parties around the lakes here. I live in an area where um, there's a lot of lakes and a lot of communities in the lakes. Um, I do. I've done ice skating uh, venues for people that are out and out with their campfire and ice fishing guys out on on the lakes and things like that. So I just kind of show up.
1: <laughs> that is also but, now bef- before we get to. Um... If I can remember, before we get to the branding stuff, um, you know, as you know, I I follow you on Facebook. And so um, I I see all the the cool stuff you do as far as cool different types of foods. Um, Mm -hmm. Is all that used for the catering stuff, the events
2: or special events? The the, the special events I do, a lot of it comes from the hot dog cart. I mean, a lot of it it has come from there because what, um, you know, like, if you're going to talk about finding a niche in in, in uh, the business at all, I, I've discovered that you know finding a niche is like it's not really a destination but the journey because I found so many things to do in between. Some people ask me if I can do something, and I always say yeah, and then I ask them what the question was again. But uh, I just tell them, yeah, we can do that for you. And it's turned into pig roast. It's turned into I have a Bloody Mary breakfast. That I never thought would go over, but that's I do a lot of them on on Sunday mornings up here in the Poconos. People are just out; they don't want to cook. They're up here with their families and things like that, and I just uh, kind of market it out through the real estate people up here um, that that rent out the cabins and everything else. I have a bachelor party cabin in White Haven. The, the guy, all he does is rents the bachelor parties, and he gives me all of their food business too. So every other weekend I might be up there. You know, he has two cabins right next to each other on the Lehigh River and uh oh, I, i'm i'm usually there every weekend doing a, doing the pig roast or doing the barbecue for them the bloody mary breakfast we've done a bull bull and oyster roast um things like that and also in the summertime too the golf tournaments with the i get all i get most of the tournament work from the people um over at the golf course i do a lot of family reunions you know like
0: that, so is
1: this is this a product of being in the business a long time and word spreading and um, branding your name and your your um, I guess your your menus and branding the fact that you're willing to do a lot of the things that are out of the ordinary. Most people think hot dog cart, they think side of the street. Right,
2: they think side of the street, but I've I've turned it into I, I've done private parties, a lot of private parties for football and baseball games too. That somebody likes to have the hot dog cart right there. Um, you know, I, I run a contest every once in a while, uh, usually for the World Series or for Super Bowl. or For opening day, I have one going right now. And I get a lot of names um, through my email through that collects them on my website. And I'll just, you know, I get their names, I capture their names, and I just send it out to them if they're ever interested in anything, and I keep my name in front of them. And the name is Pocono Hot Dog. And people I know in this business, they get over, you know, any region you go to in the country is going to say they have the best hot dog. Well, the best hot dog, I think, is the hot dog that you put out that you're proud of and you do it. No matter what the brand is behind it, you should be able to push it. You should be able to make it tasty enough that people are going to remember it and that they remember you instead of remembering um, blank hot dogs or, you know, blank hot dogs here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say their name <laughs> because I'd rather just say the Pocono hot dog. If you had a right. Pocono hot dog, that's the best hot dog in the world.
1: I love it. Um I never considered private labeling my my dogs. Um I know some vendors that have, you know, been in this longer than me that have made their own dogs eventually, but I've never considered just calling my dog, you know, Hillbilly's dogs.
2: Um well, I I I come from the food service business and I and I think that uh most of the bigger houses they're just in to sell their hot dogs. They're going to sell a pallet of hot dogs here, they're going to sell a pallet of hot dogs there. Most of the salesmen nobody really cares um how they sell them, they just want to sell them. So if somebody wants to take a different idea to them, and, you know, you want to call it black when it's really white, <laughs> I really think that's the that's the home run there, and, and that's the way you brand yourself. You, you make it out there. You don't have to tell anybody. You know, people, uh, the colonel had his 13 or his 11 secret spices. Nobody right, ever knew, right. really knew what they were. Nobody even knew if they existed. So, <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, you tell not, somebody, not sure.
2: somebody else a thing. You know, one of the ingredients in our hot dog might be a name brand product, but we don't have to divulge whose name brand that is.
0: That is that is smart. See, I've, see I've, I've always, I've always, always taught and, and and you know always, always you know, practiced. I'm careful, careful the other brands. i um, 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 speaking of brand brandy. When I was, um, I was, um, i tried diet Pepsi since I think I think I've tried Pepsi
3: since, since I was about 18, 19, 19 years, old. Years, old. years old. And and, and
0: I, I, um, um, it is, it is my drink. Is my drink. I drink, I drink during it during the day and and if I go to a restaurant, that's
3: what I ask for. But if you ask me or if somebody says, well, would you like to drink? I say, Coke.
1: Um, because Coke has
3: done such a great job branding.
1: Um, it's what is in my head, even though I drink Diet Pepsi. Um, so and when I ask my kids, I may be working, and I've got a little office at the house, and I may be working, and I say, hey, you know, will you run go get me a Coke? They know exactly what I mean, but um, it's just an example of good branding. What, um, what's some things that you could tell us, including me, that would help brand our business?
2: Well, I think that you should just get that out there. Whatever, um, <clears throat> whatever kind of hot dog or whatever you're selling, or wh- 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 branding is really about you. You know, you have to sell yourself. Um, and if you don't sell yourself, and if you don't brand yourself, somebody else is going to do it, and the outcome of that's not really going to be in your favor. You know, right. a successful brand will promote, uh, will promote you. It'll stimulate. <clears throat> with a unique, uh, for a unique experience by people, it fosters loyalty and it offers a consistency that you got to pass on to your customer. Somebody's going to go, you know, they're going to say, let's go get that Pocono hot dog. You know, somebody, you know, if somebody's ever heard of that or somebody's done it, this might be the decision they make when they're going for a hot dog somewhere. Well, let's try this place. Let's hear it. You got to get that name out. It doesn't matter that you're selling, um, you know, this guy. I'm sure I want you to use a quality product. But, I mean, it doesn't matter whose brand it is. If they're going for your experience, that's the way it is. I mean, I was right. in the bar business, and uh, <laughs> I had um, people that,
0: you know, the entertainers and
2: stuff. And people in the bar business, I think people that um, rely on entertainment, they, they, they want to know what it's going to bring in at the gate, okay? Now, there's two different thoughts on that. You're either going to have a band that's going to bring a whole bunch of people in, and maybe you can't even handle the crowd with them. But then they're going to come to see that band, and they're going to remember that they came to see the band. They're not going to remember that they came to your place to have a good time. You know it's just it's right. like if you want them if you want to promote yourself, you have to make sure that your guests have a good time while while you're giving them the experience you you're there to you know you're there to give them a good time at your place not to see someone else at your place because then you become secondary. So you have right. to keep focusing, and to make sure you're you're number one when it comes to your customer's interaction.
1: I like that. Um I would think that like you were talking about these um um you know the wedding thing not the wedding actually but the uh, bachelor party. When when you do a bachelor party, does that um have you gotten business off of that from bachelors that were there, married men that were their guests that were there? That had never seen you before, and now go, man! This is a great idea. I'm having you at my Super Bowl party, or whatever.
2: Yes, yeah, we, we've done a lot of that. I've done. I have a uh, couple customers that, you know, they're becoming regulars now. Like I said, I just started this. This will be my fourth year coming up up here, and I, I know I have a lot of repeat business coming around the holiday. And I like um, people say, let's try, let's try that Bloody Mary one day. They had some guests up, but this was one of the bachelors that I knew that we did that. Um, I also did at, the, at that bachelor party uh, for this guy. I was all, I also showed up where they got their pictures taken down in the courtyard in uh, Strasbourg, and uh, I showed up with the cart and gave the, gave the bridal party hot dogs and stuff while they were having pictures. <laughs>
0: you know,
2: it's just showing up. <laughs> you know, it's just there's another market there. There's markets for. Um, I'm trying this year too because I got two scheduled, but I have a bride and a groom day, the day of the wedding, I go to the groom's house with the groomsmen. I'm going to give them brandy and cigars in the morning and a little, the Bloody Mary breakfast. And the brides, I go and give them a champagne breakfast and, you know, a little fruit, a little light for the brides and stuff. While everybody's getting ready, while they're getting ready and they're busy, they don't have time to cook in the morning uh-huh. and, and make sure that the, nobody passes out from uh, lack of eating.
1: <laughs> I love it. I, I've been completely amazed at when I first, you know, found you on Facebook and, and – I, you know, we were part of the same group at some point, and I guess that's how I I saw you or met you online. And it was, um, you would post some pictures sometimes of these incredible meals, like the Bloody Mary breakfast. And and for those listening, if you haven't um, checked him out yet, um, I put a link in the blog, uh, the Blog Talk Radio note show notes, and also on all of his. Um, places his Twitter, his Facebook, um, his website. If you want to check those out, those are at LearnHotDogs.com on the recent blog where I announced that Pocono would be with us. And look at the amazing stuff um, he creates um, for these events or these private parties and how he's branched out. I've never heard of anyone branching out as wide as – you you basically cast a huge net.
2: Yeah, and that's what it is, and, and that that comes back to, uh, like I said th- before, that the branding and the, and the niche marketing that comes to it. Um, my niche marketing right now, and it's right on my website. That we're uh, my buzz, my tagline is uh, we're the leader in theme catered events in the Pocono Mountains, and that's what it is. It's a theme catering. It's not. It started with the hot dog cart. The hot dog cart evolved into doing some baseball games, doing some other things like that. But <clears throat> what it evolved, what it is, is now. The hot dog card is just one of my theme events, right? And that's that's kind of the way I do it. I mean, I have the the card out day to day during the golf season now, and and that worked out very well this summer. And you know, and it's just it's just the people that you meet there. I have you know I have literature and stuff. I have cards. People do. Um, I do. A couple. I did a couple golf tournaments with themes in them. I did a bull and oyster roast. I did a beer can chicken golf tournament for them this year. <laughs> um, Things like that, just do different things that you can think up and try to get people. And what that does, is, you know, it helps the golf course out with their revenue. It gives me a little bit of revenue there. And uh, and it's a clientele of people. you got got, um, you know, anywhere from 72 golfers that are enjoying the day, and your name's in front of them. And if they have a good time and they're eating your food, you got to be down there passing your cards out and telling you that you go anywhere, you do anything, you know.
1: Well, I I think it's incredible. How did you learn? Are 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 you a, like a professional chef, or how did you learn uh, stuff yeah. like? I uh, mean, I, I would I, never come chef, up with. Had... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I said I would never come up with off the top of my head bloody mary breakfast. <laughs> and so, um, you know, all the time my minds my gears are running hot dogs. And so that that concept, how did you how did you create that? Are you just super creative well, like I or?
2: Said, I, well, I've been in I've been in the bar business and I've been and I've watched that I've watched that business, uh, especially in this area, um, kinda of declined but then it came back up again and what, what happened was we had all these mom and pop bars that were around, they went into second generation and people were you know, they're making all their money selling shots and beers and there's bars you could probably you know, everybody in Pennsylvania has to sell food to keep their license, but nobody ever was. They just had creative accountants. You know? <laughs> and so to to stay in that business, you had to um, you either live by the food or you die. You live by the food or you die by the booze. So you had to start getting creative with that, and with the d- driving laws and everything else. What what's better than feeding people? You know what I mean. Like you have to feed people so that they they kind of drink responsibly. They they don't just drink on an empty stomach. So that hence the Bloody Mary breakfast came from that because usually Bloody Mary for breakfast, usually we're you know we do that on a Sunday or something. They're home or something, but if they're if they're out. And you give them a nice meal, the bloody Marys are secondary. Although that's the draw for the people to go.
0: Right. <laughs> you know, right, it's
2: kinda of, it's right. hard to get them, you know. You <laughs> them there, But you you take care of them responsibly and you know, you just do things like that. And that that's you know, that's kinda of where it came from. I don't know where my mindset is with that, but it's just observations from being in the business for the last thirty years.
1: Right. Now, if you um If you were going to give it – we've kind of shotgunned some ideas, but if you were going to give someone new advice on how to start branding and branding um, inexpensively as far as if you're on a tight budget when you start and as I was, um, I couldn't rush out and buy fancy banners. Or what would you advise someone to start branding? Would it be an outfit or would it be a fancy business card? What would it be?
2: Well, I would say you know business cards today are cheap. Um, you can get them mm-hmm. online. You can get them out, and certainly that'd be, you know, that'd be the first step of anybody really, because you got to get your name out, and you got to get them to remember it. So I would say you know however catchy you can get it on there, um, do that. Another thing is people love to get stuff, and it might cost them money too, but uh, t-shirts are good too because they get your name out. People will always ask where you get that shirt, you know, things like that. And right. uh, the people at Keegan shirts. She's on the one dog um, site, and she she's wonderful. I mean, she she she'd love to be the K, the t-shirt queen of the doggers, because she's she's always you know if you every once in a while you can see some of the samples she sent me um, that we'll put out there with dog stuff like that, um, dogs you know uh, the, the ski slopes and stuff like that. She she's working on a logo right now for me to, to put that I can put anywhere. Does and she have a website you could? Shirt.
1: Does she have a website uh, you could it, plug or anything?
2: Uh
1: Okay, and if um what I'd like to do is if either you can uh, message me later or um or have her message me, I'd like to put her um on a blog post and that way everybody can find her easily.
2: Sure, sure, yeah, that that'd be great too. You know, like that's what I mean. Like I I read some of some of the um you know, the all the well all the, the dog uh on Facebook. All the dog uh, things, and you know a lot of these guys. Hey, they're they're young. They're out there. They're they're trying. Everybody's got to keep trying, and and that's what it is. You, the, the gentleman you mentioned before that you know was him and Han about his uh, commissary. Commissary. I mean yeah. that's what it is. It's people. They give up. You know you you can't give up. I mean you got to go out there and do it, and that's what the, the best thing to do before you buy a t shirt or a business card. Just go out and do it. You know, <laughs> like if, if they say, oh, we got to go through all these. All these hoops we got to jump through with the health board with everything else. Just go out and do it and see what happens. What about <laughs> branding
0: that, your? It what might about not be advice
2: to give Was that what?
1: Branding your menu, like you know, some people have names for their items on their menu. Um, is that a is is that a good form of starting to brand?
2: Yeah, but yeah, if you, if you keep it all, you know, you got to keep one particular theme. You know, um,
0: right?
2: I I just think you got to You know, you got to keep the theme going. If you start branching, you know, you're somebody. I mean, everybody tries to do everything. Somebody wants a Chicago dog on the menu. Somebody wants a Coney Island. Somebody wants a Sonoran dog. Some, you know, and they're trying to do everything.
0: Okay? Right.
2: If you pick one thing and you do it, when you when, once you get successful with that one thing, then start branching out to the other things. A lot of people like to keep trying stuff, um, which isn't bad at all you know, you gotta see what sells, but then you gotta give it the wherewithal and the chance to for it to work. You know, some people I know and I was gonna talk a little bit with you about keeping hours. These guys have to keep, you know, steady hours. If you're gonna be somewhere from from eleven to two, you gotta be there. You can't leave at three minutes to two you can't go. You know, you gotta stay and and make sure people know that you're there so that they can find you. The first time somebody goes somewhere and you're not there, you lost a sale and you probably lost ten because Somebody said, "Well, oh, well, let's go over there now." And somebody said, oh, "I went there. He was closed. He wasn't there." <laughs> you know what I mean? So
0: oh yeah. Unbeknownst <laughs> to you,
2: you're not. You're, you're gone. So you're the one that ha- you're the one that has to master um, your hours and everything else, and you have to be disciplined to do it. You can't just pack it in at the first sight of rain. You just can't pack it in. You know, you gotta have fun with it.
1: Right. Um, I obviously people can go to your website
2: hey,
3: and yeah. I was wanting to put something what he said. Yeah, go um,
0: ahead.
3: Uh, you know, I set up at uh, a local uh, bar uh, near my hometown, and here recently we've had a um, gentleman, one of the bouncers I'm friends with came up to me the other night, and he said, hey, there's a guy with a food truck um, been coming around talking to the manager. And I said, really? So, you know, there's competition out there, and the the reason I bring all this up is a good point that he makes when he talks about making sure you're, you're there and you're disciplined to work the hours, don't leave when it starts raining or whatever the case may be. And I try doing that. I always set up at the bar, and it doesn't matter if I have a slow Thursday night, I'm still back on Friday night. Uh, you know, my dedicated hours to my business and to that bar is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Do I miss an occasional night? Yes. But I try being there. One of the things that the – one of the sole reasons that the gentleman that's uh, trying to get my business is not going to get it was the bar manager specifically told him, he said, look, Rob does a good job for us. He's always here. He's always got a good, nice, clean, neat cart, and he doesn't write if he sells two hot dogs or he sells 2,000 hot dogs. It doesn't matter to him, and we're not going to send him packing just because. You know and that, again, again it goes back to dedication and being at the spot, you know I take a tent with me sometimes I, and I've left with it raining my at you know when I on the way when I'm on the way there, it's raining um I take a tent and I set it up uh, above my cart uh, again, just touching base on what he's talking about, you gotta be dedicated um you know and doing that will save you a customers um and, and be able to survive long term with it. But I just want to touch base on that because I was just it kind of fell into place with I'm not losing my spot to a full fledged he's got a full fledged food truck where he can cook anything, right? But they're going to keep hot dogs because of they're kind of dedicated to me, if you will, because of just what effort I've put into it. Well, you've uh, built a relationship. Right, and, and, you know, it was one of those things where, again, I stay there whether, you know, if I have a bad Friday night, I'm still back on Saturday night, and they know that. Um, so they, you know, the food truck guy was like, well, I need to make X amount of dollars a night, and they're like, you know, hey, I don't know if you can make that here or not, but, you know, either way, we're not, you know, so far we're happy with who we have, and, you know, that. And like I said, I, I, I didn't get rooted out by a full-fledged food truck that can cook anything they want, um, so I thought that was kind of neat, just, but like, again, going back to just dedication and making sure you're, um, you commit to the business and that you treat it like a business.
1: I, I like that. Um, you're exactly right. I, I, I was faithful and it's still going, but the factory, I, I had to be faithful. Even when it was nasty, nasty weather, I wanted to be faithful to it. Um, so that I, so they knew they could rely on me and those things pay off, um, I um, Pocono. I I wanted to see if if you can hang on just a second, and um, and see if anybody has any questions for you. Specific questions they want to ask. Um, do you have a minute more to wait on sure. with us? All right, sure. y- hang on just a second.
3: After the show, head on over to slash book Ben has written what is called the most
2: comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at Ben's forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Carts Facebook
1: page. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at Ben's with carts starting at only
0: $18.99,
1: you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Cards Radio Show. Man, I'm getting better and better at those commercials. (laughs) I have had fun creating those. I wanted to um, tell you we've had some questions on the board, and I think Rob's been um, fielding most of those. I do want to tell you um, first that We have started, and it wasn't just me. It was several of us started a forum. And um, we needed a cheap place to host it, so I hosted it at LearnHotDogs.com. And if you go to LearnHotDogs.com and go to the top, you'll see a link for forum. Um, You can sign in. um, You can post with Facebook without signing in, or you can just sign in. And then you're always in, and you'll be notified of new replies to your posts. But a lot of these questions would be welcomed over there. Um, there's some really, really experienced vendors and some new vendors and in-between and vendors, and everybody's helping everybody. And it'll be a great place because we're going to start categorizing it. You'll be able to search certain topics, um, unlike Facebook. Facebook's wonderful, but it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's a shotgun approach. But this will, this will co-link them. And so you'll be able to do a little of both, but you'll be able to have one place. And eventually we'll put it on its own server and its own website. So... Right now it's on a dedicated server and, that we can use for free, and it's not costing us anything, and already it's getting a lot of traffic if you look at the hit count on it. So it's working pretty um, pretty good, so I wanted to tell you about that. Also, Rob, um, I wanted to tell you – I got a text um, while we – We're talking to Pocono a minute ago that said, um, Tell Rob hi and that my cart passed inspection. Victory Lane Hot Dogs is grand opening is just around the corner. Thanks. And so I I assume you know who that is, and um, he wanted to tell you thanks.
3: That's a a gentleman I uh, did some consulting work for trying to get him uh, lined up. He uh, called me, uh, found me, I guess, through you. And um, anyway, uh, congratulations to him. Uh, It's been a Uh, About, you know, again, going back to sticking with it, uh, I think that was about a, my memory serves me correct, a 30- to 45-day process for him from initially contacting me to looking around for this. He found his commissary. uh, Me and him discussed some different ideas, and, yeah, congratulations to him. But, yeah, just to give people, uh, viewers, listeners, an idea of kind of timeline, uh, I got mine up and running in about 30- to 45 days. He's done the same from... Uh, hey, I'd like to start a hot dog cart business to I'm serving hot dogs was about forty five days um and it looks like he's about the same uh He actually had to buy cart and then do something with the sinks or something but anyway he uh, he's found a commissary and so forth and um but yeah it's uh congratulations to him well,
1: thank you um anybody have any questions for Pocono hot dogs um I could probably spend, you know, days with him and learn and learn and learn. Um, a lot of people, y'all give me credit for for knowing a lot about hot dogs, but it came from people like Pocono who were willing to help and share. And he's, we've got him tonight, um, you know, and um, while we've got him, if you have a question for him, um, I'm sure he'd love to answer it. So um, either – Put it in the chat area, or feel free to call in and um, ask live. We can't see your face, and we can't tell if you're sitting, you know, in a rocking chair in your underwear um, holding two bald cats. We, we can't tell. So um, you have to get over that fear and call in. And if not, just text it in the, the chat, or you can text me at 865-446-0660, and I will ask you. Pocono, what um, – I really am just um I sound like, you know, you know, one of those girls that goes to a concert and um sees, you know, Justin Bieber or whatever. And but I am excited to have you on just because of your knowledge and just because of the what you've done with the business and what you could possibly help me with even and other people with um, encouraging them so what would you um, do you have any tips while we're waiting on some questions and stuff do you have any tips or advice on anything else that you could that you could say to the newer vendors the ones just coming out of the gates that may be discouraged or maybe having trouble finding the right location what would you what would you help if they if you knew them that you were you know their brother and you were helping them out what would you tell
0: them well you gotta keep
2: asking you gotta keep going to everyone and anyone and, and scoping out a, a, a place for yourself <clears throat> i mean you know granted every location isn't going to be good but any location could be a nice start for anybody to get going and, and see how things are going it you know it, be it be it a farmer's market be it um somewhere where they just do it part-time in the beginning you know uh um, right any kind of place that they go to, and you know they're they're allowed to you know allowed to go in there. There's there's lots of places that could do it. I mean, even if they did it uh, did it on the run, you know the big thing, which you know I know people don't have a lot of money when they're starting out, but to, to get out there and do the charities, you know, um, some of the health departments and stuff like that may you know if you're doing it for charity and you're doing it for oh well, say a volunteer fire company or or a church or something like that, nobody's really gonna bother you, and you can get more experience. You can get out there with the public. And, uh, you know, practice. You know what I mean? you got to get to Carnegie Hall by practicing. You can't go out there every day and do it. you just, you got to get ready for it. And w- once that happens, everything will fall into place because people know that you're out there. They know you're in the community. And, uh, you know, you go out there and people, you know, if you have a reputation that you, you've done things by the book and you're a clean dogger and you're, you're going out and doing that, then, you know, the, the health department will respect that, even though, you know, it's kind of, kinda jumping the hoop <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to tell you right. to go out and do anything like that, but I'm just saying you gotta try it. Like and like I said before, I'm one of those guys who uh you know, begs forgiveness instead of asking permission. And I mean if you sometimes you gotta have that attitude and sometimes you know, it depends uh, you know, I am sure I know a lot of different cities and a lot of different townships are all stricter than others, you know. Um I'm right. still <clears throat> working up here, I was trying to the um used to be for the NASCAR races up here at Pocono that uh, you got a vendor's license, and people stayed all summer, and what happened with that was that ruined it for everyone. So now, in the townships around the racetrack, they only allow you to do eight days a season. So, and if you wanted to go get another license, you would have to put the cart in somebody else's name and then go through all that rigmarole, you know. Oh so <laughs> they God. only give you eight days, and and that, <laughs> and for eight days, it's four hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> you know? Holy! So hell. Try, I know to so try to make that back, and that. That's what I mean. In the different townships that are all around the racetrack—that's what happened. I and mean, in the heydays of NASCAR, back when uh, you know Burt Reynolds was their spokesman, <laughs> <laughs> um, any you know that was anything goes. You know what I mean? And I mean right. it's just the, even the businesses up here who used to—you know—I know bars up here that used to sell 200 cases of beer in the heyday, and now they're they're selling 20. You know, and it's because of the traffic, and it's because. Different different things at the gate at the track and things like that and it's just gotten more strict. It's not as open as it was, but that's they, they made a lot of money in those days up here, you know. And that now now right you know you can't do it now, you know. And it's the same thing. I think it's the same. Everything's tightening up. There's too much. There's a lot of regulations and all that kind of stuff. And unless everybody gets together and tries to circumvent regulation, um, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, the the dog forums are, are really good for that. <clears throat> we have a lot of power. And, you know, somehow we just all got to collectively get it together and start hitting individual health boards and individual townships and everyone else, you know. It's a a free country still, I think, you know. So you've got to get out there and and make it your own.
1: I like that. There's a gentleman out in um, Montana. I want to say it's Montana or Wyoming. And there is a state park there. And he said he he talked to me and he said that he had tried getting into um, one of the parks and they used to have a building where there's restrooms the restrooms are still there and they have this building all you know closed up with these metal like um, hurricane doors basically that used to serve food and they apparently they weren't getting enough business the people that made the lease with the state and so he called the, called around to the state and couldn't get any confirmation on whether he could set up or apply to set up and so he just started going and he says the only thing it cost him is five dollars to drive through the gate they charge a gate fee and um he charged they charge him five dollars but now the rangers know he's there they come eat with him the people that are hiking come eat with him and he's found the right days to be there and that's what he's doing um so i I think that goes along right along with what you said. You know, it's better to um, ask for, for or beg for forgiveness than ask for permission, and it's it's worked for him. I don't know that it's worked for everybody. You got to have some pretty big cojones um, to try it. In my state park, they're anal retentive. You know, if I open a fire in the wrong spot, um, they go nuts. Um, but I, I think they, it's all dependent on the area. Yeah,
2: some, and sometimes they don't even know. So the first time you would get caught doing something like that, I don't want to you know, get in that. But they they wouldn't really know exactly what to do. So and as long as you're polite and everything else, and say yeah yeah okay, well look into it. Would you help me do this? You know, like, turn them. You got to turn the people around that are trying to give you. You know, hey buddy, you can't be here. Well why not? And kind of they're thinking, well I really don't know why, but I don't think this is right. You know, so you can turn it around if you can talk to people. You know, and somehow and get them to help you. I mean that's just, that's what you have to do. I mean it's a good idea. There's a lot of state parks that. You know, I know up here, the state parks, that they're often uh, advertising for concessions. And, right. um, uh, you know, and it's because nobody wanted to take the wherewithal. Nobody wanted to stay there. Oh, this isn't doing well, you know. But everybody is not, everybody is an individual that has different things, different goals, different things in mind. You know, someday, somebody's idea of making 200 bucks a day isn't really good, <laughs> you know. Right. do I don't want to do right. that for? Because <clears with throat> all that, you just have to move the decimal point, you know. And people <laughs> hungry enough.
0: Yeah.
3: And, and, uh, especially one, of the thing, one of the things I was uh talking about branding getting your name out there. One of the simple things I did was um list my business on Craigslist the, under events. And believe it or not, I got offered a um uh, to run a full concession stand for a s a city uh, a city here in North Carolina. They were a little far away, but she called me and said, Hey, we're Looking for uh, somebody to help us with our concessions at our uh, park, and um, she was basically just going to give me the thing to get me to do it because they had had issues with people and this and that. But uh, again, simple, free things you can use. Craigslist is another good one. Um, I'm sitting here looking at your website, by the way. It's just uh, it's amazing. Um, you started with a cart and you're you're doing all this, and uh, it's uh, it's really awesome. I mean, it's. Uh, um, uh, he inspires me. Um, it oh yeah, I can, me. I can see. I can see why <laughs> uh, um, the golf tournament thing is. I'm sitting here looking at it. I'm a cigar smoker, so uh, I'm sitting here looking at your nice uh, cigar and your uh, little
0: <laughs> picture
3: here. That's nice. But uh, yeah, again, uh, you're talking about concessions or the state parks or city parks. Um, you know, again, I'll, I just advertise and I didn't even target that market. Uh, she just happened to be looking, um, I don't know why, on Craigslist, but uh, it was a city, I don't know, somebody with the city, city manager, city somebody, um, and she called and said, hey, do you do concessions? And I said, well, what exactly are you talking about? And she said, well, we're looking for somebody to do a hot dog cart at Our park, and anyway, the conversation went from there. And she actually sent me an email bid, and I turned it down, but um, I passed it along to some other people. But you know, something simple as that. Uh, I've had people I love it. email me. A uh, Craigslist the ad got me. Somebody emailed me and then called me to do a block party that they do in honor of somebody's son that died. It was a local high school kid, and um, I don't know how he died, but uh, anyway, they wanted they do like a little fall, a little small festival. Uh, block party in his honor every year to raise some money anyway she asked me about that so again Craigslist another cheap way to free way to advertise and they have like an event section so um. right, let me ask you folks on your I know you started with the hot dog cart and you went into all this now I assume in, in your state in your county do you have once you get to this level where you're doing the pig roast and you're doing all those things do you operate under a different Guideline as far as commissary or kitchen, or is it still done out of the same commissary requirements as the hot dog cart? Because I know here we can in North Carolina we can do the commissary for the hot dog cart, but if we get into anything larger, cooking anything at all, it, it's a whole different set of guidelines and a lot of different things. Is that the same case with you, or, or are you still under the same guidelines with the hot dog cart?
2: No, I run out of the same place, and and okay. no one is no one has really ever approached. it. Mean, you know, <laughs> it's probably a an issue but they, it's it's weird it's a catering thing and you know it, there's a, there's not a separate catering license but in Pennsylvania you have to have a food handler's license and you know i'm, cert, I'm safe i'm right. cert, uh, certified that kind of thing well I do that.
1: i've i've taken some some crazy menu items nothing like you know bloody mary breakfasts but i've served some breakfast type burritos but it was at a, a, a catered type event. It was where you know this car dealership said, I need you to come in. We're having this big multi-dealership meeting, and can you come set up and serve the guys breakfast? Those things, I, I don't even check with anybody. Um, I'm operating out of a standard commissary with a standard hot dog cart. Hey, before we move on, there's a guy that um, just texted me with a question. Um, he says that when you set up at a different place, um, and I'm kind of paraphrasing here, um, for example, when Pocono, when you go to the golf course, did you bring your same menu, or do you cater to that type of person? Like, are you bringing something different to the golf course, or are you still bringing the hot dogs, just the
2: oh, what you know? on the golf course. On the golf course, it's hot dogs and things. I've added some, like, grab-and-go items. Like, I'll make a a fruit cup or a yogurt parfait. And it's something a little more, you know, refreshing, and some people are eating lighter. You know, it's just that way. We have a we have a vegetarian hot dog on Our standard menu is, like, on, on our website, and that's pretty much what we use with hot dogs. Now, at different festivals, there's a there's a beer, um, <clears throat> beer uh, uh, what do I want to say, like a, a, a homebrew competition up here that right. they have, and I've sold some, uh, I go with bratwurst and stuff. I call it the best of the worst. Like, I, I'll change the name seen of the cart once in a while. I've seen and it. And things like that. Yeah. So, and, you know, I've done that. I've done. There's the worst festival up here. Uh, there's a Poconos garlic festival. So everything has to be garlic themed and stuff like that. We've entered those contests and things and, and, and that kind of stuff. And it gets your name out. It doesn't really go with the way we're talking about branding because everything is Pocono hot dog, but you got to make sure it's out there, you know. There's right. Um, you have a pub crawl too, don't you? Yeah, pub crawl. In <laughs> we do pub crawls, once a quarter we try to get them. We try to fill up the buses and go. <laughs> you know, and uh, that, that's
1: that's a good time. That is fantastic. Um, I I think what Rob brought up, I have never thought about um, putting it on Craigslist, a free place to advertise, and put it under the events. I doubt they'll kick it off. I know if you put it under general information, um, right. you can get kicked off. Um, the um, yeah, there's another, get... there's another another
2: thumbtack. Did you ever hear a thumbtack?
1: No,
0: no.
2: Thumbtack.com, they'll, they'll hook you up with Craigslist, and I think they're like licensed to do that. You can advertise on there uh, if you go through Thumbtack.com. If you register your business too, there's another real good one that gets me a lot of jobs. I mean, um, AllTimeFavorites.com.
1: AllTimeFavorites.com. Right. Like,
2: they they look at your region. So if you type in if you type in pig roast, um, not I don't know really about anywhere else, but if you type in pig roast in the Poconos. My website will come up, but all-time favorites is always number one.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean. But they'll, if I'm in the area, they'll recognize me. And what happens if somebody hits there, it clicks on them, and asks for a pig roast in a specific area, which I, I, I didn't put really um, a city down. I put the Pocono region. So I'm pretty much I'm I'm uh, you know from pretty widespread here. Where the Pocono Mountains is, oh probably 50 by 50. You know, 50 miles, about 50 miles, and that's you know in the area. So I'm, I get around a lot. You know, it's from Lake Pack all the way down through Effort and into Heighton and Coal Country there. You know.
0: Golly. So,
2: but all time, like all time favorites, they'll they'll call you up and tell you there's a job in the area, and if you want to bid on it, you bid on it. You send the people a quote, which I recommend to everybody, if uh, to get some kind of quote thing. I know if, <clears throat> I put that out in. Couple of hot dog forums because people were asking about um, contracts and things. I I know I sent one out a couple times, Um, but if you have a quote ready to go on your computer and something, and and you go as soon as you get it, you you send the quote. You you get the number of people, you times it by you know the head, whatever you're charging per head, send it out to them. And I'll tell you, every time I send a quote out and I get them here, I get the job from all-time favorites. I probably booked last year. I probably booked at least 30 jobs from from all-time favorites.
1: I don't, I don't know if you all know the, the, um, the impact of the – I don't know how many people we have listening tonight, but the, just that information you just gave, that's something I've never heard of. You know, I've heard of the fairs and festival networks and those websites, and and you can get stuff out of that. But to have something like this where people can hook into – is All Time Favorites Nationwide? I mean, it's a yes. program that operates nationwide?
2: Yes, as far as I know, it is. I mean, I've seen you know, I've seen different jobs from different places, and and it goes to where you know, I've I've gotten jobs out of Philly for some reason, probably because like the way I have it set up, the pig roast, the Bloody Mary breakfast, nobody does that. <clears throat> I can't see anybody typing in Bloody Mary breakfast yet until I get the word out <laughs> myself, uh, nationwide. No, I'm looking, like, but like
0: <laughs> the pig roast
2: thing, if people type in pig roast and nobody else can do that in the area from here to Philly, I'll get the job.
0: I love um, it. it.
2: You depends on how you word it. Right. So, what do
1: you mean by that? What do you mean by that Pocono? as far as how you word it?
2: Well, like I said, uh pig roast is, is really not generic. Um right. with a family reunion that's a little bit I don't get I get I do get hits from, from all time favorites that were from family reunions. I have golf tournaments listed on there. I have uh cigar yeah. parties, cigar dinners, wine dinners. Um, Main lobster bake, which that that gets a lot of hits from from a different radius, a larger radius, because not that many people I guess from here to Maine don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, so I'll do the lobster bake, and that that kind of if somebody types that in, you know, they want lobster catering or something like that. If you hit that in, you're gonna, chances are that all-time favorites will pick that up and, and revert it to me. Man, that and
1: is that's slick.
2: slick. Uh, they, they pay. I mean, you, you got to send. I send them commission because that's yeah. the way I hooked it up with them. Uh, you can pay to advertise with them too, but um, if you as long as you send them some money commission on the job you get. You know, to me it's worth it. You know, and I only I give them like five percent of the total job. I
0: I that is just incredible information.
2: I mean that <laughs> that's, that's that's the honor system. That's not they never really required it from me. You know what I mean? I just send it in. I mean. But, you know, they've been giving me a lot of jobs, so I take care of them, too, you know. And it doesn't cost me anything except the commission. But I wouldn't really have that job unless they, you know, notified me.
1: Right, right. Rob, what were you going to say a minute ago? I'm sorry, I cut I was you just,
3: off. Uh, no, I, was just, I didn't want to confuse the, the listeners on this Craigslist thing. Uh, I just went back and double-checked myself. Uh, there's two sections you could probably put it in, and I'm trying to think. I, there, there's a, a section called advance and there's another one, Gigs, and then there's Services. So I'm not sure which one I posted in. I'm pretty sure it was maybe services. Could have been events. But I think if you're if you put it in events, gigs, or services, you're pretty safe. Um, I think you'd be pretty good in all those. So um, I, I, I listed. I'm pretty sure in services. I think. Um, I, I to think that's all. Awesome. And renew it. But yeah, I it, it, like, it, it, like it, I said that was free. Do what? I, no, I was just gonna say, you know, of course that's free, and I did get a. Uh, it hadn't been up all that long, and uh, got a couple, you know, job offers uh, so forth with it. So I mean, it's a good, it's a good, good, good spot to do that. So I was. I didn't think I'd get any hits on it, to be honest with you. Um, I thought who goes to Craigslist to look for hot dog car people, I didn't know. Um, but sure enough it, it works. So anyway. That's
1: awesome. I love this all time favorites. Um Jay, if if any of y'all have been in the hot dog business, um, or on any of the Facebook sites, and I think he's now a um moderator over at the forum for us. Um, uh, but Jay Leach, um I hope I pronounced the last name right. Um, he put that he's gonna be all over this Pocono. He put I'm all over that like a fat kid on cake um he'll be over it. Um, he's kind of like you, um, Pocono. He comes up with some of the coolest sayings at the right time um, yep. that, that um, make Facebook just more enjoyable for me. The um, thumb pack I'm also going to check out, and I'll list those. I also would like, to, you know, just to remind you to give me the name of the lady with the
0: um, – the shirts, the shirts, because, because like I can put out that out, out as well, and, and, and
1: let
3: her know that she can post it on, on, you know, our Facebook, Facebook, and if she wants to come over to come over a forum, that's um, that's
0: um, just um, just set up. up. I love, love it. Um, just um, tell to her, go tell go her go to go list it, list it, and as
3: soon as one of us sees it, we'll put it put it on the top stage there, and that way, everybody can always
0: see it.
2: Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll get that, and I'll I'll send that to you. No, but. <laughs>
3: no problem there. These are
2: great
3: ladies. <laughs> I think, do you have any you have more, more uh, gold nuggets, nuggets like that that, that, that you could, that um, you know, spread, spread the, wealth the wealth with? with. It wouldn't, it hurt, wouldn't your hurt
0: your business. business. I, I didn't get that. Uh, my, my phone's
2: starting to spot yeah. Yeah, mine I think
1: I pulled the can too tight again. Um, the... Okay. Um, I wanted to know if you had any more gold nuggets like that that you could share with us, obviously i don 't want to you know extract anything out of you that would hurt your business um and I hope like crazy that I can get up there i 'm going to be in your neck of the woods, not really, but i 'll be in the washington d c area in march, but if i don't i 'm definitely going to be up there this summer, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait to eat with you i'm i'm hoping you have a bachelor party that I can go to and um and Eat and um and watch strippers or something. Um, sure, wife,
0: there you go.
2: My wife sure.
1: just shot me a nice look.
2: Um, that, that's good. Well, you should you should see my wife when uh, the girl calls me with a portable pole. Hey, where are we working at tonight? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey,
1: hey, I've got a question. Um, somebody just texted me about that. How many employees do you have? How much help are you using?
2: Well, it's it's me and me. <laughs> no, but when I have when I have bigger events, I have a, a group of people that I know from the restaurant business. That I have like a, a whole bunch of seasoned employees that are ready to give me a hand anytime because they know they always know it's a good payday and they always know it's a good time.
1: That is awesome. So nothing um, official, just when you need it on the bigger events. So when you go to
0: right.
1: do a Bloody Mary um, breakfast. You get all that prepped yourself, or is that more like a big? Oh event? yeah, no, I,
2: I do all the prep. I'll, I'll have them, you know, help help serve it for. You. I mean, we've done, you know, we've done pig roasts for three hundred people. We'll, we'll roast off, you know, four pigs and get going. And I, they just they meet me that day. Some of the, some guys, you know, come and help me lift stuff around and that. But everything, I prepare most of it. You know, all of all of it, pretty much. Uh, the Bloody Mary breakfast, the biggest Bloody Mary breakfast I did was one hundred and fifty people. That's one hundred and fifty omelets. You know, coming people coming through the line and stuff. I've done that myself, you know. Um, but I've also, you know, had help with it too. When we, we do the Bloody Mary breakfast too, um, I have one guy that's a good bartender. He comes and helps out with that and gets gets people moving. You know, it's all sometimes to do a big catering event. It's all smoke and mirrors, and as long as everybody, you know, it's it's all chaos and it's always fun. But uh, you get the job done at the end of the day with no complaints, and that's that's the way we look at it. You know, <laughs>
1: that is thing. that is neat. I, I'd love to get up and. um and and film one of these um, and just you know follow around like a puppy and try not to get in your way. But I think that would be incredible to see that that chaos and that fun. Um,
0: <laughs> I would, um, As a matter I, of fact, I, the guy,
2: the one guy, he is a wedding photographer and he's a bartender. And like so, when I, I got I've done some wedding things with him, and he's he gets me jobs too. So it's a lot of networking too. And with the bachelor parties, he's got an old. Um, 15 passenger van sitting in this front yard that I keep. Uh, maybe this year we're going to get it going because we get to the bachelor parties and in, in uh, they're starting to pick up and they're a little bit of ways. But these guys like to go to this one uh, stripper bar and they're charging them $35 a head to get there. So we figure we go 20 <laughs> and it pays for the gas. Man. We can get some kind of we can get a we can get a uh, driving billboard out there too. You know. That's the way we're going with that. <laughs> so I'm to, if I can get him to start turning his wrenches in his front yard, you know, and God. he shouldn't have an excuse because it's a little warm this winter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: that is just incredible. Are you able to capitalize on, on tourists? I know the Poconos are a popular tourist um, destination. Are you in an area yeah, that you can capitalize about, on a lot of that?
2: Yeah, I live in the middle of uh, the state game lands, but we're surrounded by, oh, I'd say 20 Lake communities, ranging from oh, maybe 800 homes up and up towards 2,500 homes around the recreational areas. Um, there are places with beaches and things like that that we can always do things. Um, and I've hooked up with one of the realtors here who is the number one guy in the Poconos to to see um, about. So when he rents stuff out, I've, I've actually got flyers flyers for feeding people, whether it's a family of four or whether it's a family of uh, a big family reunion coming up to the Poconos and, and staying. Um that goes out in their mailings. So uh, when they rent the cabin they already have somebody to, to hit up, you know. So and that's what I mean. In where I live, I'll tell you right now, too, a big thing here I'm actually looking at it, but my wife is gonna kill me now too. But uh there's no pizza delivery in, in a fifty mile radius of us. <laughs> so <laughs> there's another there's a niche right there we might just go into, but
1: Holy that, cow. that's
2: that's summer, you know? That is so not thinking with all the food trucks and everything else, I'm thinking one of those food trucks instead of the pizza parlors that don't deliver. You know, you're in front of uh, Arrowhead Lake on a Friday night. You're in front of Locust Lake on a, on a Saturday night. You know, it might work out really well. You know, pizza night. Pizza night in the community.
1: You're going to have to update us on that. I think that's a brilliant idea. But, of course, all of these ideas are new to me. I, I knew you carried a wide range of, of, uh, of, I guess, foods and menus and different type of um Catering things, and so that didn't surprise me as much. I just never considered it. I, for some reason, in my head, I said this guy has to have this enormous, you know, concession trailer or concession truck that he's driving around doing these big events. um I'm just—it's—it's—it's
2: uh, it's, it's two trailers, the hot dog cart, really. I have trailers that I'll stick the equipment on and things. You know, I have warm boxes and stuff because. Largely, my stuff is outdoors, you know, in, in the summertime. That's when I, I have something, two, three, sometimes five gigs on a weekend, you know, and that's, that's when it gets tough. We had, uh, we did, this uh, was right after the fourth, it was the second weekend after the 4th of July, so it was getting towards August, and I had six events, and two of us did them. <laughs>
0: you and the bartender.
2: Yeah, you there, the bartender. There was two, there was two pig roasts uh, on a Saturday Sunday we had two Bloody Mary breakfasts and then Sunday night we had a wine dinner. Yeah, it was a wine and cheese dinner. So and the two of us did that (laughs) that weekend. We were we were tired but it was a lot of fun. You know, just didn't go on.
1: We we hired my um when my brother um got married over in Charlotte North Carolina. Um we went over and they had hired a guy to do a pig roast and he was a Tongan. Um, I don't know if you know what that is, but it's um, an island near Samoa. Like you have the Samoan wrestlers and those big guys. Well, the Tongans are just the same, just they're Tongans. And so you have the Tongan Islands. Well, this whole family. Where those shoes up. with
2: little straps on them, right?
1: Exactly. And, and, and they showed up. Um, and did this huge pig roast, and that was a one of the funnest things I have seen because so many people got involved with it. Because as they cooked it, they'd let you come out and start picking off the hog. Um, yep. And we were, you know, we were just amazed. So I'd love to um, learn more about your pig roast or how you do them. Um, I, I assume you pre-cook that um, or par-cook it, or do you start? Yeah, they
2: take they take eight hours. I'll yeah. do them, like, and that that's when it becomes labor-intensive, too, and that's what I mean. I try to sell everybody, we'll do it and bring it to you. That way you see us for four hours. Wow. You don't want to be seeing us for 12. Right. Uh, because then that, that guy, <laughs> kind of, you know, I don't like to admit this, but that's kind of the way I get out of being somewhere all day at once, you know. I just charge them, and if they go for it, then they go for it. But if not, I'd rather just take the pig there cooked and serve it. Because well, you have you'd have to be there in one place all day, you know that just ties you up, you know. And you know labor is pretty intensive, and, and it's not for me, you know. But it is, you know. Right. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna pay somebody to be there all day to babysit a pig, but right. you know it right. happens. I've done them. I've done them. You know, no problem. <laughs> but you're there all day, you know. So it's you know it's fun. We we you know we we rent a lot of stuff too. We beer boxes and things like that. We rent. Uh, to these people, to make the day worthwhile too, you know, we can't sell beer in the state, but we can sell all the equipment to go with it. So I guess we're like paraphernalia experts when it comes to beer.
1: I love it. The, the, <laughs> I like that your delivery thing. When I was um, doing the side of the road deal, we had a um, a it was a church school, like a private school, and they would order pre order um, several times a week. And they would call it in you know, to me that morning. They'd call me and say, hey, Ben, today we're, we've got 44 kids and two adults. Can you package them up? And we'd package them up these little brown sacks with their lunches. And we didn't provide the drinks, but we did provide chips. And um, either I or my wife would run them to them or they would send someone over to us to roadside to get them. But it helped increase my business when um, when – I wasn't getting that much street business. It Those things paid off. The girls at a furniture store, in fact, the one I had just lost, they started ordering daily. The girls at the courthouse started ordering daily. And so those things started paying off. And, and so I, I rarely touch on that subject, but I'm glad you brought it up, the delivery thing. And um, as long as it's enough food or enough to, to warrant the time, it's definitely worth it.
2: Right, no, anything you can do when you're out in the street and you got to do something, if you can fill that time. You know, like I said, a lot of these guys, you know, you always see in the forums, hey, i got a party of, uh, they're expecting 10,000 people at this concert, and everybody's dividing by six and, you know, and multiplying by pi, you know, and nobody right. really knows what's going on. What it basically comes down to is how many hot dogs can you put out in an hour? You know, that's the way you got to look at it. How many do you can, you know, with your help, you can hire five people to do it, but are you going to need five people? You know that you got to look at your labor costs. What it's going to be, and, and what's going to be worth your while. You know, you're going to be maxed out for a couple hours by yourself, and you might be able to put out, I don't know, 50 hot dogs in a half hour. You know,
0: right, <laughs> you're right. really
2: pushing it. You know, yeah. And so that's what you got to look at. And it, you know, it looks on how many. If you, if you got two people, maybe they can help you. But how many? How many people can really fit behind that cart without
3: getting in each other's yeah. way? Out? You know, I
0: think you once you get into up your festivals.
3: I think once you get into festivals that size, um, it, again, you, you said it best, it's not really um, uh, how many hot dogs. It's how many hot dogs can you put out and how much money do you want to make? Because I think at the end of the day, okay, can we actually get out 300 hot dogs, 500 hot dogs? And if so, then we need to buy 500 hot dogs, enough buns, enough chili, enough this. Um, uh, so a lot of people get into how much to bring. Well, don't worry so much about how much to bring. Worry about how much can you get out when you get into festivals that large. And how much
2: and how much you have left over that's going to cut right back into all your hard work.
3: Right, exactly. Oh. <laughs> so I, I think at the end of the day, it's like, okay, do we? And plus, if if you're on a budget, um, you may not have the capital to invest in large festivals uh, to begin with, because uh, you know if it's going to be three hundred dollar entry fee to the festival, it's going to be ten percent back to them, um, and then you're going to wind up needing, let's say, I want to make. $3,000 for that day. Well, I have to buy X amount of product to accomplish that. Some people may not even have that capital layout to even do those festivals. So that's the things you got to look at when you're doing festivals. So, yeah, it's not really a matter of um, it boils down to how many hot dogs can we get across the, the cart <laughs> at that point when you get into festivals that and, large. And and you
2: touched. You, you reminded me of something there when you said about you the way you used to deliver those bags to lunches and stuff, and if somebody's out in a street corner and they're out there, you know, you got to invest. It. What's what's better, giving away 10 hot dogs or uh or and for a little bit of advertising or you want to buy a TV commercial? You know what I mean? You got to look at <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know, whatever
2: you can do. If you're sitting in the middle of uh, an urban place with a bunch of buildings and things around and, and nothing's going on, you get a kid or something like that and say, "Hey, Run this, run these ten hot dogs up to this office. Go pick one out, find out who's in that office, find out what their name is, and tell them that it's on uh, Attorney So and So from down the block. He bought you some hot dogs.
0: Show up the it. hot
2: dogs, drop, drop them off. Then it, when they find Attorney So and So, they thank him. And if he's like most attorneys, he'll take the, he'll take the thank you and no, not know what they're talking about, but he'll say, oh, you're welcome. You know, I mean, really kidding. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's my experience with attorneys. They'll take it well. No. But anyway, like if you just go and you get them, they're on us, you know, things like that. And that's the way you get the ball rolling. You know, you give away ten to sell a hundred. That's the way you look at it. You know, and sometimes, sometimes is it, is it better to sell five hot dogs for five dollars and make twenty-five bucks, or is it better to sell forty? You have forty more people and make the same amount of money. You know, that's right. Comes down to that. You know, different. You know, different restaurants and stuff will, will tell you different it's a lot easier to run a fine dining place that's not as busy than it is to run a place that's you know like a diner where you're making you're not making enough money on the plates but you know you got but you have to have all the staff to to help you you know it there's a happy medium with that and if you take it by yourself and you know look what you can do what what you can put out for the day without hiring anybody else without incurring any other expenses and maximizing the amount of Product and the amount of time that you have invested into that one day's operation—that's what you got to look at. You know, you, just because you made a hundred dollars doesn't mean you made a hundred dollars. Right. You no, know, you made you made seventy maybe.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you
2: know, and you're gonna pay yourself. You're gonna pay Are yourself,
1: you? Are re- Do you operate on page. about a thirty thirty-three something like that?
2: That's what I try. The catering sometimes is a lot more. A lot, I mean, a lot less. Right. Right.
1: <clears throat> right.
2: percentage is lower. You know.
1: Right. So your cost talk, percentage.
2: Right. There's there's food cost in the restaurant business, and there's markup in the retail business, and a lot of people get that confused. But it is <laughs> uh,
1: you know? Right. Okay. Um, I, I don't know that I have anybody else that's texted or anything um, with questions. I think the ones that have, I've asked. Um, some of them, I didn't give them credit for their questions, and hopefully they won't be mad. But um, some of those questions I asked you were ones that were, you know, texted over to me. Um i I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on the show, and um I know that it went a lot longer than I told you. <laughs> I was That's hoping okay, we buddy. could sucker you into staying stay in and um and helping us and um hopefully um we can have you back on at some point and you can tell us um give us an update on your um pizza delivery and or teach us something about um hog roast or something and or if you've got any. You know more of these gold nuggets like all time favorites and the T-shirt lady and Thumbtack dot com. Um, we'd love, them. Um, we'd no love every, we every one of them.
2: <laughs> There's actually a, a thing on one of the forums the other day about a fountain system on a cart. Well, we've actually done that with birch beer. You know okay. we have a kegs of birch beer. We have keg of birch beer with a tap system and a cold plate that fits right in the cooler of the cart. Really? It works out really well. And uh, yeah, I put out some birch beer. I put a 12
1: ounce glass out for eight cents. And it's called really? Pocono Birch Beer. That's way better it's than 30%. birch beer. Right. Oh, it's Pocono Birch Beer. I forgot we're on it's the Pocono brand. Pocono Birch. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> so, and
2: that, uh, some health departments are going to bleed in that, but uh, the way I got around it was <clears throat> in Pennsylvania, every, every bar has to have a tap cleaner that comes every two weeks. That's part of the health code. So I hooked up with the tap guy, and he comes and cleans it and signs my sheet, so I give it to the health inspector.
1: Um, what about, somebody asked about small strip malls. Um, have you have you done anything, at least in the beginning, I'm sure you don't now, um, but or I assume you don't now, um, you know, some of those can be lucrative. Have you done those or tried those?
2: Uh, I did an Advan- advanced auto parts that was in a strip mall. And and that that was pretty good. That was decent. And then, you know, you get your personality conflicts there too with the management and stuff. And the one buddy wants his other buddy in. You know that kind of stuff. You know. So right. So that's what I mean. Wherever you get, never assume that that's going to be where you're ending up. Right. If, if you keep moving, if you keep moving, that you, you're better off. You know, you don't want to you don't want to burn bridges, but you don't want to let anybody more burn one behind you either. you
1: know? Right. I so, love yeah, that. Yeah, they,
2: they've. They've worked out uh, things like that. It's the spot you get, you know. It's it's wherever you are, but whatever spot you get, you got to make the most of it. And if they don't come to you, you got to go to them. Uh, like I said, like taking the, you know, taking a hot dog up to the office at of girls, the full of girls or something, you know.
0: Uh, I know love it.
2: Turn you down the road because they're on Doctor So and So, or you know, Donald Trump sent these over. No, really, he did. You were picked on his <laughs> the, the shop. You know? <laughs>
1: That is so funny, um, and you just put a card in the in the bag, or um,
2: sure, put a yeah, yeah, put a card in the bag. Give, hopefully, a card with the punches on the back. I you
1: know, love so it. You
2: get some loyalty. You, you take over the old, all those old Catholic girls that had their milk cards when they were in school.
0: <laughs> I mean, you get a milk
2: without the punch. You got to keep them going. That's where those habits came from. You know, that is neat. The habit of getting the card punched.
1: <laughs> that is so neat. I'm just um, funning with you, though. You know? <laughs> it's amazing how our minds work though because whether it's a deal or not it it keeps us coming back because you know if I buy 600 of these I'm going to get one free and there is a mental um there's psychology behind these these neat ad tricks um and but it it brands you and it gives you you know loyalty um from the customers we we do the punch cards and um I never set up a, um, you know, I wanted to eventually have a punch card that had the shape of a hot dog in it. I never did it. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody in the U.K. sent me a picture of one once that that they had ordered, but um, I never got any information on it. But I'd love one of those punch cards that have the actual hot dog when it punches out.
2: Pretty much we'll be able to get like a barcode thing or something, too, for customer loyalty.
1: Well, that's that's true. you know what? I, I have a gift card. Um, when I signed up with Merchant Services, um, they give you a, a an opportunity to get gift cards. They're pretty cheap, and you can use them as loyalty cards. So if you use um, one of these programs where you can take credit cards from your cart, like Square Up, and there's there's several of them. I think Intuit has one now, and I think um, Chase Bank has one. Um, but whichever one you go with, they're some of them do have that software where you can do the the loyalty program through it. Um I got another text message. Um do you it says do you pay this may be a question for um Rob. Um Rob, do you pay um in fact, you know what? Y'all hang on 2 seconds. Sure. Have you seen it? Learnhotdogs.com has one-on-one training. You can pick a vendor nearest you and get help and even get hands on experience on a real card. Simply click on the link one on one training at the top of the blog um I think this question's for rob it says do, do you do you pay the bar to be there um I think I already know that answer. um Pocono hit on this that you don't um you know he doesn't pay anybody to be there. Um, so, Rob, do you want to answer that quickly? We've got about a minute and ten seconds left. Hello, Rob. Rob has muted his phone, and he doesn't... Sorry, mu- I
3: muted the phone I was talking to myself. <laughs> uh, to answer your question quickly, no, I do not. Um, also, real quickly, uh, talking about Nuggets, I, somebody asked to see the uh, card, rack card that I use. Um, the people that do that for me at DavidsonPrinting.com dot com. Very very good family oriented business. Very good folks, and they do a great job. Of course, you see the rat card on LearnHotDogs.com dot com. But um, yeah, that's my gold nugget for the night is Davidson Printing. They do a great job with those rat cards.
1: I thank you for sharing that. And if you want to see um, his rat cards, if you go to the blog at um, LearnHotDogs dot com, I think it's the second post down right now that talks about tonight's. Um, live show, there's a picture um, of both sides of that rack card. It's a glossy, um, it's sexy. Um, So, I know we got asked to see it, but if anybody else wants to see it and then go to, what was it? Um, You know what? We have 10 seconds left. i got to thank you, Pocono. i got to thank you, Rob. I hope you all have a wonderful night. The chat stays open for about 15 minutes, but you all have a wonderful night.
3: Okay. Take care. Thanks, Pocono.